Sports Finder community, hope you're all well and in great health. In today's show, we're going to do things a bit differently. I'm going to feature an older story, part of my Everyday Heroes video series. I sat down with Martin Gervin. Marty, which, who is also known as Marty. Marty is the current owner of Elite Sports Performance. Marty has had a very decorated career. He was the head strength coach at the Collingwood AFL Football Club, and he was also the head strength coach with the Malaysian cycling team. He was one of the key ingredients to Collingwood winning the grand final in 2010, which was sourced and mentioned in many news media outlets. And he was also a key ingredient behind the Malaysian cycling team winning a gold medal at the World Championships and winning an Olympic bronze medal in Rio. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Martin Gervin, a key figure in the sport and fitness space and has been for many years. Tune in and listen to this amazing story. Welcome to Sports Finders Everyday Heroes. My name is Ahmed Alhuli and today I have a very special guest with me, Marty from Elite Sports Performance. Marty, how are you? Good. Good to be here. Thank you. No worries. Welcome. So Marty, where, where did it all start for you? How, how did you get into the whole fitness game? Uh, where do I start? Uh, from the very beginning. <laughs> from the beginning. Uh, for me, I've always trained since I was about 10 years old. I've always... Uh, uh, always done some sort of training, always from early to early days looked at the uh, bodybuilding magazines, uh, like most kids saw Arnold Schwarzenegger wanted muscles, all, all that uh, sort of thing. Uh, sort of for, formally, um, I guess I've done some sort of weight training since I was about 12 years old, that was my, my first gym membership uh, as a kid. Um, it sort of went on where, where I've trained th- uh, throughout the year, throughout the years. Uh, um, I kind of uh, ended up uh, with with my business partner now. His his father was the first guy to to I guess bring martial arts and gyms together in Australia. That was Paul Anderson Senior. Okay. So so he had the mighty Apollo gyms. So I worked with Paul and uh, I sort of became a partner with him in his gym when we were in West Melbourne and this is going back, uh, well I've known uh, Paul probably 30 years now, so, wow. so we've had the facilities, uh, I came on board with him in Hall Street for probably well over 20 years now, so, so we kind of evolved, um, uh, his father passed away and uh, we moved out of West Melbourne uh, just because they were going to develop in, into apartments and whatnot. Uh, we moved over to Yarraville. Um, yep. We kind of outgrew that facility. Um, moved back into the, the cotton mills. Mm-hmm. And this part of our business, Elite Sports, uh, outgrew that side of it. So then this warehouse came up and then we've probably been here for just on just under 10 years now with, with this uh, with this side of our business. So they're two, I guess, very different um, 
I guess, aspects. One, we sort of cater um, uh, more for, I guess, everybody who wants to get fit and whatnot. So here is, um, uh, we've got a really eclectic mix of people that people have never trained before in their life through to, uh, um, we've just had uh, an Olympic medal or Olympic medalist and, and world champion cyclist. So, so it's a very cross section of people of, of sort of what we're doing there. So that's sort of my journey over the years. Uh, um, where I sort of started, I still have a passion for, for training and uh, basically trying to get people better. That's that's my passion, and um, uh, it's sort of evolved along the way. I've sort of fallen into certain jobs and, and just been very lucky. I've got some some good opportunities to, to learn and, work, uh, I guess, work with some very good good people. Awesome. That sounds sounds amazing. So tell us a bit about your professional career in terms of sporting teams. Now, we know you started down at, at, at the Storm and then evolved to a few, a few others. Yeah, I, I spent 10 years, uh, just under 10 years, uh, at Collingwood, uh, working as the strength program coordinator there. Uh, which, which is a highlight of this, winning sort of a, being part of an AFL grand final. Uh, through that, I, I met uh, John Beasley, who's the head of Malaysian Cycling, and I worked with that program for probably t- uh, just on ten years now. So, so that sort of resulted in uh, uh, being a part of two Olympic uh, campaigns. Uh, and the last lot was a bronze at Rio. And the, the last was a finally getting a world champion with Azazel Wang in the Kieran. So uh, it's been a great sort of journey along there, so, you know, starting a program and, and finishing um, with a world champion, which has been sort of amazing as well. Amazing, which is a journey over, over, over 10 years, right? Over 10 years, yeah. So, as I say, there's no such thing as overnight success, it takes time. It does take time. So. Awesome. So, the we see in the fitness industry right now, I mean, you've got so many different forms of fitness. You've got CrossFit, you've got your martial arts, you've got your triathlons, you've got your strength, you've got your running. I mean, it doesn't, it sort of goes on and on and on. Every few years, some new form comes through which combines them all together. Now, we've recently seen the rise of CrossFit. It's, uh, it's taken the world, world by storm. We recently had and Aussie that won the CrossFit Games. Yep. So she's considered as the first lady on, on the planet, yep. <laughs> according to uh, what the media says. But where do you see this industry heading? I mean, because it's constantly changing and evolving, especially here in Australia. We're seeing a lot of this sports science come through and it's changing the way these sports are being played. Yep. I mean, now with, for example, largest code in Australia, I'd say is AFL. And with AFL, we've seen it transform every two, three years. And now it's a lot of running, plays are a lot thinner than what they usually are before they to be bulked up and strong. Where, where, where do you see the industry going? Uh, I, th- I, I think with um, technology and sports science, uh, you know, the last five years, things have evolved. Um, uh, Things have just jumped. Uh, I've, I've just seen things evolve exponentially, you know. So, uh, who knows where we're going to be? Like, uh, I, what I one thing I, I sort of don't know where where things will be, but 
what I do know, the people that can uh, look at research, um, learn information and, and apply that information quickly are the ones that are going to have advantages over, over other people. So uh, we're quite lucky here that we have you know, probably 100 people that we can try things on and whatnot where we can evolve new ideas. Um, have different, I guess, uh, and, and athletes at a high level um, where we can collaborate, uh, we can test. Um, you know, my, I'm heavily biased with, with uh, strength background, so I don't think that's ever going to go away. Like, um, uh, more so just getting athletes strong, uh, creating robust athletes that can keep them in one, pay, one piece, minimise the probability of injury. Um, they're the, they're the, I think the key factors for for high-end sporting performance and, and giving you longevity. So um, I think there's been some great great initiatives for you know uh, CrossFit is actually getting people exercising again, um, uh, diversifying, getting a lot more women into lifting. Um, you know, from, from you'll get a whole different perspectives of different people. Some people will hate it. Some people will like it. Um, you know, that's a whole other conversation we can have. But uh, um, at the start, I didn't know a lot about CrossFit. Um, I've done some seminars with a few different places here, and, and it's been um, quite refreshing where you get a lot of different people from uh, from all different CrossFit boxes in, in one spot, and they're all really keen to learn, really keen to learn. And, and I gave my perspective from a powerlifting background uh, on, on simply how to get stronger, basically, um, Optimizing leverages, uh, that sort of thing. So, so um, I think it's a really exciting time. Like to, um, I guess, be involved in sports science and um, have the ability to to move forward. I guess. So. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so we have all these young people aspiring to become sport uh, sport coaches or specialize in some part of the industry. Now it's a, it's a bit of a rough ride, it's a, a bit of a tricky ride and I mean things are not as clear as what they seem to be. Yeah. We have many people aspiring to be coaches, Good afternoon. sports stars, um, they want to be uh, uh, fit personal trainers, they want to be uh, sports scientists, but the path is not clear. Yeah. So. Where do they start? What tips and advice could you possibly give them? Uh, the first tip I'd say is make sure uh, you're like, I think if you're just doing for a job, there's better jobs to do. Like, uh, like moving into sport um, and into, I guess into personal training, um, you've got a hard, hard slog ahead of you. But um, for one, if, you, if it's a passion, and, and you evolve. Uh, uh, I think the hard thing for a lot of people is to gain experience. So a lot of people, what, what we see is, uh, especially we're getting a lot of people doing degrees that don't necessarily train themselves. Uh, and they're, they're coming through with, with probably a pure academic or um, uh, I guess non-practical um, uh, background. So. So I think the whole idea um, of trying to get uh, experience with, without 
places that, that um, are willing to take them on. We're willing to take them on. It's it's really really hard for people. So so I guess uh, you know I think you know early on you need to try and find what is it, what is your own training philosophy uh, before you know try and get yourself better before you can get other people better. Um, then becomes backing up with academic qualifications, uh, then gaining experience, with, you know, and just finding good mentors, finding good people uh, around you where you can learn from. I've been really lucky over my time, uh, uh, just the fact that uh, I guess working at Collingwood, I, I worked with some really good people there. Um, we shared the facility with the VIS, so uh, any coaches that would come, uh, or we had um, a lot of different sports there, so uh, a lot of coaches that would or teams that would come from around the world, um, say all blacks or whatnot, if they if they dropped into the VIS, uh, I, I was always lucky I could I could catch up with some of them and have lunch. So so um, I I really learned a lot and had a lot of different um, I, I guess you know um, different perspectives of how things are done, like from when the Australian Open tennis was on. So so you're meeting. Uh, through to A League when Victory uh, shared shared the facility as well, so um, uh, that sort of stuff is, is gold. Like that. yeah, uh, um, uh, and and most people, uh, you know, just over a conversation, I, I, I will tell you how they do things, what what they do. So, um, but but as a young guy, that you know, um, the, I guess the hard thing in sport now is there's uh, there's no job security. There's uh, not a lot of um, positions available, so so it becomes very very competitive. So so you you need to have a, I guess a unique skill set. Not only understand you know the sports science which is, which is the bread and butter, but what is a skill set that stands out? Um, so you, you still have to have to specialise in something. In, in something, yeah. you know. So um, uh, and and have a bit of luck as well, you know. Uh, um, from the personal training side of us now, um, what we see is a lot of people coming out of doing, you know, certificate three, certificate four courses uh, with no experience. Then uh, they get locked into different contracts of um, uh, in gyms, in, in gyms yeah. without a client base. So I think maybe there needs to be somewhere where people can test the waters a little bit, um, not be locked in financially, and and then sort of. Sort of slowly build their business because um, a lot of them will work as independent traders now so gain experience build their client base learn you know good communication skills so so there that's a whole other ball game and where they have to not only know the, the uh, I guess the training side of it but understand the business model as well so so that becomes quite difficult you know uh, um, so I guess you know my advice to people if they're just doing it for a job, there's better jobs. There's, there's better jobs, and you can make better money. Better money. So, so, um, and you know, tough, long hours. But it's not to say it can't be done. And and, and if if you truly love doing that sort of stuff, by by all means. But, but, awesome. uh, but yeah. Awesome. All right. Just final question. Where can people find you on social media? Um, well, www.elitesportsperformance.com.au. Uh, www .elitesport, uh, I think that's the same. Uh, uh, ESP uh, on Instagram, Facebook, I'm probably behind the times a little bit. I need to uh, <laughs> uh, uh, tw uh, Twitter as well. So they're so they're our, our main things uh, for right, the awesome. social media. So. I'll, I'll also put the 
links in the description and, and so people got direct access to them and also LinkedIn. So, all right, Marty, thank you very much. Thank it's been you. an amazing conversation. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that because I certainly did. Leave us a review, leave us your thoughts so we can hear your feedback. And if there's anybody you want us to talk to, anything you want us to talk about, please send through your comments or send an email through to Ahmed, A-H-M-A-D, at sportsfinder.com.au. Finder is D-A, not D-E-R. I look forward to hearing from you all soon. Take care.